time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for joining me today and each and every week from all around the world. My goal with this show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I am very excited that you guys are here with me today. On today's show, we are going to talk about ways to find inspiration. So if you are a writer, an artist, an entrepreneur, or really anyone out there who's looking for new ideas, looking for some ways to spark your creativity and reignite your passion, this show is absolutely for you. Because on the show today, I'm going to share with you some ways that you can find inspiration in your everyday life. I'm going to share some quick and easy ways to really reignite your passion and connect with that internal creativity that we all have within us. So we're going to talk about that. I'm also going to share um, some reasons why change of scenery can stimulate your imagination and why trusting your instincts could be the key to your success. So you'll definitely want to stick around throughout the entire show today so that you do not miss a thing. Now, before we jump into today's topic, I want to share a couple resources with those of you who are looking to stay connected with Infinite Success Radio. And for those of you who are also looking for additional tips and strategies that will help you take your business and your life to that next level. The first resource I want to share with you is my website, connectwithrachel.com. On my website, you will find different tips and strategies that will help you achieve that higher level of success in your business and in your life. You will also find previous episodes of Infinite Success Radio. So that is a great, great resource. I also have some different uh, down downloads that you can get access to over on my website as well. So you will want to check that out. The next resource I want to share with you is actually a way that you can subscribe to Infinite Success Radio, and you can do that over on iTunes and on Stitcher. That will give you access to previous episodes that have just been incredible. We've been going strong now for quite a while, so this is uh, just a great, great resource for you to see previous episodes. And also by subscribing, you will be notified when we have a new episode available. And last but not least, I also want to encourage you to connect with me over on social media. That's a great place that you can ask questions and you can also follow me for more support, encouragement, uplifting and inspirational stories. And so the best place to find me there is on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number for success. Okay, so let's jump into today's topic, ways to find inspiration. If you're anything like me, you have felt uninspired at least a few times throughout your life. I know that as a creative person, I definitely have times when I feel very frustrated and uninspired. I even can feel stuck from time to time when I'm working on a big project and I'm trying to come up with new ideas and I'm just kind of hitting a a blank space. You know, I just can't come up with those ideas. And so I have found some different strategies over the years that have really helped me break through those blocks and break through those 
stuck points so that I could find that inspiration. And those are some of the things that I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to share with you the simple ways that I've been able to find inspiration and some strategies that you can use as well. So First and foremost, if you ever feel uninspired, it's totally normal. We all go through times in life where, you know, maybe we're working really hard on our project and things are going well and then all of a sudden we hit that wall. And what's important to remember is that when that happens, it's so important that we take that step back and we give ourselves time to reconnect and to re-inspire ourselves, right? And so if you're someone who today has been feeling uninspired, I want to encourage you, never give up. Never think that there's something wrong with you or, or that you know, that you're never going to sort this out, just remember that it's part of the creative process. And all creative people go through this from time to time. So when I was uninspired a couple of years ago, I was actually in Paris at the time. And I was participating in a writing program. It was a study abroad and it was fabulous. I was having the best time. Now, most of you would think, gosh, Paris, that's a pretty inspirational place. And you would be right. It is very inspirational. But I was working on a writing project that was really challenging for me at the time. We were supposed to write a fiction piece and I've spent several years writing nonfiction. So this was my first um, kind of attempt, I should say, at really diving into fiction and really challenging myself to write in a different style. And I had spent a couple weeks writing some different things and, you know, coming up with different ideas. And one particular weekend, I was supposed to complete my fiction piece and everything I wrote was junk. I mean, it was so terrible. I sat at my apartment in Paris typing away and everything I came up with was awful. The the, the words were terrible. The storylines were terrible. The characters were terrible. It's just everything I could think of was bad that day. And I remember feeling so frustrated knowing that I had a deadline coming up and I needed to submit something, right? I had to submit a good quality piece of fiction and I was really, really struggling. And at that time, even though I was in a very inspirational setting, right? My surroundings were inspirational, but I was feeling completely uninspired. Part of the reason I was feeling uninspired was because I was forcing myself to write in a style that I wasn't very comfortable with. It was something new. And so that's one thing to always think about. When you feel uninspired, a question you can ask yourself is, why am I uninspired? You know, or what am I doing that's creating this resistance? And for me, I was definitely feeling resistance. I was feeling like I was forcing myself to do something. And so I think for me personally, that kind of put up a little bit of a roadblock. And with the people I've worked with throughout my life, I have found that to be true time and time again, is that when we force ourselves to do something, a lot of times we don't have that inspiration. We don't have that creative fire burning inside of us because it's forced. And so what I did is once I realized that I was kind of in this stuck spot, I literally just took a step back. I closed my computer. I, you know, stepped away from the table I was working on and I just took a deep breath and I thought, okay, this is not working. So what needs to change? And you'll find as you listen to more episodes of Infinite Success Radio, I'm a big believer in questioning ourselves. I think it's important that we ask ourselves questions and that we try to understand the way we think and why we think the way that we do. And when we're having a struggle, for example, like I was in Paris, 
I think it's important to ask ourselves questions and try to determine why we might be having that problem and what we can do differently to get a better result. And so that's exactly what I did. I started asking myself questions. And one of the questions was, okay, Rachel, if you're writing all this fiction stuff that you don't like and it doesn't sound good and nothing is good, like everything you're writing is bad, then what can you do differently? And more importantly, none of that you even want to write about. Like I knew that in my mind. I knew that wasn't something I wanted to write about. So I said, okay, okay, Rachel, (laughs) self, what do you want to write about? If you could write about anything, what would you write about? And so guess what I came up with? A children's book. That's something I had always wanted to do. And the answer to my question was, if I could write any fiction today, what would it be? The answer was a children's book. I would write a children's story. And so once I stopped and I thought through that, I gave myself permission to write a children's story. And that was fiction. So here I'd been struggling for two weeks trying to come up with something to write about and everything was just a disaster. And then once I realized that I was forcing myself and I just took that step back and asked myself, what would I like to write about? Everything started to flow. And I'm not even kidding you, but I spent eight hours that day and into the night that night writing my first children's book. And as I was writing, I found that I had reconnected into something that I was truly passionate about and that I was excited about. And I allowed myself to be very creative and to just go wherever the story took me. And it was so much fun. It was such a great experience. And I share that story with you today because, you know, it's been over three years since that original draft, since I first started writing that story. And now we've taken that story, we've developed it out, and it's in the process of getting ready to be published. And none of that would have ever happened had I not taken a step back and really reconnected with something that I was excited and passionate about. So that's the power of allowing yourself to be inspired, of allowing yourself to take a step back and instead of forcing yourself to do something the way you've always done it, giving yourself permission to do something different, to try something new. And I think a lot of times when we do get stuck and we feel like we're uninspired, if we simply try something new and and we get out of our routine, all of a sudden, you know, new doors start to open, new ideas pop into our mind, and we can start to really run with that creativity and just watch and see where it takes us. And I know in my own life and with my own business, I have found that to be true time and time again. I do a lot of different things with my business. You know, I'm host of this incredible show, Infinite Success Radio. I work with clients, helping them achieve a higher level of success in their businesses and in their lives. I now write children's books, you know, um, I, I speak on stage. I do lots and lots of different things. And all of those aspects of my business really require me to be creative. And I always work best when I'm inspired. Now, that's not to say that I only work when I'm inspired. Well, that wouldn't be true. Of course, I, I work at all times, whether I'm inspired or not. That's that's just part of, of working, right? It's part of getting your job done. But I definitely work the best when I'm in that state of feeling inspired and feeling like I'm connected to my purpose and my passion. And so for those of you who today have been really looking for that inspiration, the first thing I would really encourage you to do is take that step 
step back and ask yourself some of the questions that, that I mentioned that I asked myself. So let me run through those really quickly for you, just kind of as a recap. You can ask yourself things like, why am I uninspired? Why do I feel like I'm not inspired right now? What am I doing that's creating resistance? Am I forcing myself to do something that I don't want to do? Or am I forcing myself to work on a project in a way that I don't really want to? That's a great question to ask yourself. You can always ask yourself, what would I prefer to do? You know, what would I rather be doing right now? And sometimes just asking yourself those questions will spark that light of inspiration. It'll spark that light bulb moment, so to speak, where all of a sudden you go, yeah, hey, I could do this differently. Or here's a great project I I want to work on and, and let me start that. And, you know, sometimes you just have to ask yourself and challenge yourself to think a little bit differently. So that would be the first step if you're really wanting to kind of find that inspiration would be to just start asking yourself some questions. And one of the things that I found as I started working on my children's book a couple of years ago is I actually found that once I tapped into that passion and that enthusiasm, I started to find inspiration in all the different areas around me. So different places I travel to, you know, when I wrote that book, I was very inspired by my trip to Paris, my trip to Giverny, which is um, a place outside of Paris. It is actually Monet's Gardens in Giverny. Monet is one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite impressionists and um, a huge inspiration to me. I love his work. And so when I went to Monet's Gardens, that was a big, big inspiration as I was writing this, this children's children's book and as I was revising and working through the editory process. Um, it, that was a big inspiration for me. My trip to Ireland, the time I spent there was a big inspiration and I brought some of those elements into the story. Also, where I grew up, just outside of Beaverton, Oregon, um, that was a big inspiration to me as well. So I used different elements in my story, you know, in, in the character settings and the different things that the characters go through and, and the, the aspects of the storyline, I pulled from different places that I've been, different experiences that I've seen. And that's what's so great about when you tap into that inspiration, because you will be able to find inspiration in all the different things around you. So whether you're a writer or an artist, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you are working for someone else, it doesn't really matter matter what area of work you do, you can find inspiration that's relevant to you in your everyday life. And so you just have to start thinking about it a little bit differently and really asking yourself some of those questions to kind of get your mind processing in a different way. The second thing that I would do is challenge you to get out of your routine. So a lot of times we feel uninspired because we get stuck in our everyday lives. We get stuck in the routine of, you know, get up, go to work, come home, make dinner, do it all over again the next day. And that's this very simplified version, of course. But, you know, we get stuck in these these routines and we can definitely feel very uninspired when we get stuck in a routine. So one of the things that I always encourage people to do is to, to shake up your routines, try something new, you know, whether it's a new workout, whether it's a, a new, you know, walking path that you take, whether you ride your bike to work instead of driving. I mean, there's lots of things that you can do to break up your routine. But as you do that, you might very well find inspiration 
just by changing your routine because it gets your brain thinking differently. Instead of going through your day in a mundane type of way where you're just kind of reacting to to what happens, you could be a little more proactive. You could plan your day differently. You know, maybe if you're somebody who works from home, instead of working in your home office, maybe you go outside and you work in the garden or maybe you go to Starbucks, for example, and take your laptop with you and and work there instead. You know, you can find a lot of inspiration by going to different places, by changing up your routine. So it really depends on you. It depends on what your goals are. It depends on what type of business you're running or what type of work you do, what aspect of your life that you're looking for inspiration in. But I definitely, definitely believe so much that Asking yourself questions and getting out of your routine really helps you find inspiration. And it's a very quick and easy way. You know, it can be something you can implement right now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can just do something different today and see what happens. I would certainly encourage you always bring your phone or a pad of paper, you know, a journal, something that you can write in so that when you have inspired thought, you can jot that down real quick. You know, a lot of times I get my best ideas when I'm out doing something else. So I might be on a walk. I might be hiking somewhere. I might be walking on the beach. um, I might be on a train, you know, who knows? I get lots of different ideas when I'm out doing other things. So I always have, generally I have a notebook with me because I really like to write things down. I'm kind of old fashioned in that sense. I like to use that pen and paper and, and write things down. But, you know, I'll use my phone. If I don't have paper with me, I'll just, you know, type in the notes on my phone. And then I always have those ideas to be able to look back on. And I have found that to be very, very effective um, in spurring or sparking, I should say, sparking my creativity and sparking new ideas within myself and just jotting those down as they come up. Unfortunately, we have to stop right there and take a short break. But when we come back, I'm going to share with you the next step that you can take to very quickly and easily find inspiration in your own life. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Transform your life. Boost your confidence and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. On today's show, we've been talking about ways to find inspiration. For those of you who have questions about today's show, you can send me an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. That's radio at connectwithrachel.com. And I would be more than happy to answer your questions. I will respond back personally. So you can do that or you can connect with me over on social media and post your questions there. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors for success. I know that depending on what type of business you are running or what area of your life you're looking for that inspiration, you may have some questions and you might need some ideas. So feel free to send me your questions and I will respond back as soon as I can. Okay, so let's talk about the next tip for you today and some ways that you can find inspiration. And that would be a change in perspective. So earlier in the show, I mentioned that I was really struggling to write a fiction piece. And one of the reasons I was struggling so much is because from my perspective, I was thinking I had to write a specific type of fiction. I felt like I had to write it for adults and it had to be more in alignment with previous things that I had written. And so when I changed my perspective and I looked at it from a different point of view, that's when I realized, hey, a children's story, that that's fiction, that counts. <laughs> and so it's it's seems really simple, but when we change our perspective, all of a sudden we get those new ideas. We start seeing life from a different way. You know, you can look at your surroundings from a different point of view, from a different angle, let's say. You know, if you're looking at everything from one perspective and suddenly you choose to look at it from someone else's perspective, then you might find some inspiration there. Let me give you an example. Laura Vandenberg, who is an author I've had on the show before, she always encourages her writing students to write stories from different characters' point of views. And actually, there's a lot of different authors that use this strategy and that that teach this as well. But um, Laura, I believe, talked about this in our interview, and you can find that interview over on my website website if you're interested in uh, hearing more about her and, and what she does as a writer. But, you know, one of the ways that you write from different characters' perspectives is you literally write your story from the point of view of each character. So if I'm one character, Rachel, then you would write a version of the story from that perspective. And then you would have another character, let's say, Tim. And so you would write your story from Tim's perspective. And so by using this strategy, what Laura talks about is that it helps you look at things from a different perspective. It helps you write your story from different angles. And then you can decide, do I like it one way versus another way? You can decide if you want to mix the two. In fact, there's a book that I've just started reading this week. And in this particular book, each chapter is written from a different character's point of view. So in the beginning of the book, they start off with one particular story. It's about a car accident. And this particular author writes this the first part of the story 
from one woman's perspective. And then the second chapter is from her husband's perspective of the same car accident. And so it's really fascinating how you can use this in your own work. And, and you don't have to be a writer to, to use this strategy. The strategy is simply looking at things from a different perspective. It's changing your point of view so that you can find inspiration. So whether you're inspired by different surroundings, whether you're inspired by people around you, maybe you can pretend that, you know, if you're at Starbucks, like I said, you've got your computer with you and maybe for a minute you can pretend, what is that person's life? What is that person doing in their life today? And you could write about that if you are a writer, for example. And and so you can use something called perhapsing. You know, perhaps this person's life looks like this and you can write about that. And sometimes that can spark creativity. It can spark that inspiration. So just changing your perspective can really make a big difference. If you're a photographer, you know, a lot of times with photography, it's all about getting different angles and different lighting and trying things from different perspectives, right? And so for me, for example, I really, I love taking pictures. I'm not like an expert photographer or anything like that. It's just a hobby of mine. But a lot of times I'll get down on the ground. I'll shoot up. I'll shoot from the side, I'll shoot lots of different different ways. In fact, when I was in Monet's Gardens in Giverny, one of my favorite pictures, I had a friend of mine that was there with me and I'm like down on the ground and I'm like squatted down all funny like and I'm, I'm literally like on the dirt with the flowers and I was just trying to get a particular shot and he ended up taking a picture of me taking that picture. So it was one of my favorite pictures that we have because it's just, it so illustrates that different perspective. It illustrates that sometimes you have to get on the ground. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty, right? You got to do things differently to find that inspiration and to really tap into your greatest potential and into your creativity. So try that in your own life. Try to change your perspective about whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with right now. Just try to change your perspective and see if you don't have that breakthrough. See if you don't have that aha moment that happens as a result of changing your perspective. Another strategy that you can use is to become more aware of the flashes of inspiration that you get on a daily basis. So a lot of times we get so busy, like I mentioned earlier, those routines, right? We get stuck and we get busy in our routines and we don't even realize that we have sparks of inspiration that pop into our mind on a daily basis. A lot of times we're just so busy that we don't even notice. So one of the things that you can do is start paying attention to those little flashes of inspiration. Be mindful of the thoughts that are popping into your mind. Sometimes we have an inspired thought and then we dismiss it because we come up with a reason why it's not a good idea. You know, oh, that's a bad storyline or oh, that's a bad idea for my business or no, I don't think that'll work. And, and so we, we just immediately start to dismiss our ideas. But what would happen if you had an idea and you wrote it down and then you actually thought about it and you processed and you brainstormed ways that you could make that idea work, how you could make it successful? What might change in your life and in your business if you gave yourself the time to actually play with your ideas, to become creative with those ideas. It's like a painter that's painting on canvas, you know? They might start painting with one idea, but by the time they're finished with the whole canvas and it's completely done, 
it might turn out completely different than how they initially intended that painting to take shape. Does that make sense? And and like with my business, for example, I mentioned earlier in the show, I do lots and lots of different things. You know, I started out writing and working with clients and that spread to speaking on stage and that spread to having a radio show and that spread to writing children's books. And you see what I'm saying? It, it evolved over time, but it all started with one form of creative thought. It started with one idea of wanting to help people and one idea of what that might look like. And then I allowed that one idea to branch out into lots of different ideas. And then I took action to bring those ideas to the market. And so there's a lot of things in your own life, I'm sure, I am confident, you've got lots of incredible ideas, lots of inspired thought, that if you just gave yourself permission to play with those ideas, you might find that there's a a winner. You might find that there's one thing in there that you really love and that you're passionate about and that you want to take action on. And if you see it through, you know, that could be your best-selling book. It could be a brand new movie. It could be anything. I mean, anything. There are no limits to the things that you can do when you allow yourself to be creative. You know, it just, again, it depends on you and your life and, and what type of work you want to do. And, you know, maybe you're somebody today that's listening to the show and, you know, maybe you've had the same job for the last 15 years and maybe you're just trying to find some inspiration for something different. Maybe you're ready for a change, but you don't know what that might look like. I still think you can apply these strategies to your life and and challenge yourself to look at things a little differently and challenge yourself, even if it's just picking up a new hobby to try something new and see where that might take you. You know, that inspired thought is really, really powerful. And it's really important that we take action on that inspired thought. Earlier in the show, I mentioned the importance of having a a little journal with you or or typing ideas into your phone. You know, each person's going to be different. But when that inspired thought pops into your mind, part of becoming aware of that flash of inspiration is taking the time to write it down. So obviously, if you're driving, you can't necessarily write it down right then. You got to pull over and, and then write down your idea or wait till you get to a stopping point and then write it down. So be safe about it. But you know, if you're, if you're out on a walk or you're traveling and you have an idea that pops in your mind, just write that down. Recently, we were just on vacation traveling throughout Europe and I had so many different ideas for different things that I want to work on, different projects, um, some book ideas, some different character outlines. And so as those thoughts popped into my mind in the different places that we were at, I started writing those down. Now, I didn't have time to develop those ideas because we were on vacation. You know, I wasn't working. I was taking some time off, which was great. But when I'm ready, I can go back to that resource and I can develop out those ideas and I can decide whether I want to work on them or whether there's something to, to work on in the future or whether I just don't like the idea and scrap it entirely. But the important thing is to write the the items down, write your ideas down when you get those flashes of inspiration because you never know what great idea is within you until you write it down and then giving yourself that time um, to really brainstorm through it and decide if it's something you want to pursue. You know, that really does make a huge difference. And speaking of, of traveling, sometimes a change of scenery is exactly what you need to spark your creativity, 
to reconnect to what's really important to you and to find your inspiration. Sometimes you really do need a change of scenery. I love to travel and so traveling is something that's really big on my list of things to do and and I really enjoy seeing different places throughout the world. So I do find a lot of inspiration when I'm on the road. When I'm traveling, I'm certainly in an inspired um, position more often than not. But like I said, that doesn't mean that I can work on that inspiration right at that moment because sometimes I can't, you know, sometimes I'm in a place for, you know, just a a day or two and then, you know, I don't have time to develop out the ideas. So if you're someone who maybe might benefit from a change of scenery, I would encourage you to look at your schedule and see if there's ways that you can kind of break out of your normal everyday life for a little bit, whether it's a weekend getaway or a day trip somewhere. It'll be different depending on your life and and what works for you, but I would highly encourage you to just get a little change of scenery. You know, find something different that's around you, but that gets you away from your everyday life. If you can travel, definitely do it because you will be inspired by different cultures, by different places in the world, different scenery that you see, different flowers and plants. And I mean, there's so many different things, different ways that people do business. A lot of writing that I did, um, I was writing for an online magazine actually. It was kind of a boutique magazine for entrepreneurs and a lot of the writing I did was about different businesses that I had encountered when I was traveling and when I was on the road and how people could apply some of their successes and some of their areas where they were struggling, how they could apply that to their own business. So you never know where your inspiration will come from, but by getting that change of scenery, that change of pace, you can really, really tap into your creativity. And sometimes, you know, if you're a writer, for example, sometimes you might write your best story when you're on the road, or you might write your best story when you've just come back from vacation because you've cleared your mind, you've given yourself that time away, and you've seen things from a different point of view, you've seen different places in the world or different places in your hometown. You know, even if you've stayed in one place through your whole life and and maybe that's the place you've always lived and maybe you don't like to travel and you just stay in your local area, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I would challenge you just to go out into your local area and see what there is to see. You know, spend a day exploring your own city, your own town, and see if just getting out and about with other people maybe will stir up some inspiration for you. You know, you can do something as simple as going to a museum. I mean, that can spark a lot of inspiration. If you're inspired by the different type of artwork that you see, you can go to a science museum. You know, that might spark some ideas. There's lots of incredible places to go, but you just have to kind of challenge yourself to do it. Going to the the zoo or a farm, you know, if, if you need some farm inspiration, who knows what ideas you might have from that. Maybe you're somebody who wants to go to the big city. You know, if you're somebody who lives outside of the city, then going to a big city could be very inspirational for you. Or if you need some ideas for your business, you know, you might go check out some other people's businesses and see how do they operate? How do they work with their customers? What are they doing well? What areas could they improve? That could inspire you in your own business. You can look at ways people do their websites. You can look at ways people do their marketing. There's lots of ways that you can find inspiration, but it really does 
really boil down to taking the time to change your scenery, thinking about things differently, taking that step back and, and seeing what comes from that. And then, of course, writing it down like we've talked about as well. Okay, we've got to stop right there and take another short break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about simple ways to find inspiration. And we'll also discuss the importance of trusting your instincts and how that plays a role in inspiration. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. That's ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thanks so much for sticking around today. We've been talking about ways to find inspiration. And before the last break, I was sharing a little bit about how a change of scenery can really help to spark your creativity and you can get a lot of inspired thought just by changing your scenery, by going on a day trip, taking a vacation, or even exploring your local community. So that is definitely something that can make a big difference when you're looking for inspiration. The next tip I want to share with you is to stop trying so hard. A lot of times I talk to people who are trying so hard to be inspired and they're so frustrated with themselves because they just keep ending up stuck. You know, they're, they're not finding their inspiration. The, the work that they're doing is not something they're excited about or, or really even happy about. And, and they really feel frustrated and stuck. And so when we stop trying so hard, I think what happens is we, we open our mind to all possibilities, or at least to more possibilities. When we're just trying to be inspired, we're forcing ourselves to be in a box. We're forcing ourselves to work a certain way or to, you know, to write a certain way or to draw or paint a certain way. And, and I don't think anybody really likes being boxed in, right? Especially if you're a creative person. I don't think most people 
like being boxed in like that. And so when we force ourselves to work in a specific style and we don't allow ourselves the creative freedom to be creative, I think we, we tend to get stuck. So by, by taking a step back and not trying so hard to be inspired, I think things start to flow. Really, I do. I think things start to flow when we allow ourselves some time and some space and when we stop forcing ourselves to be inspired. I think it's a misconception when we think that we always have to work when we're inspired. And, and that's just not the case. It, it really is a misconception. I think part of what, what really works for most people is simply taking action, even when you're not inspired. So sometimes that means you might work for two weeks on a project that goes nowhere. You know, it's like in the beginning of the show, I mentioned I was writing for a couple of weeks and working on this fiction piece and and everything I wrote was terrible. I mean, I didn't like any of it. So I kind of wasted two weeks of time, right? But, But did I really waste that time? No, because I was taking action. I was writing. I was working toward where I wanted to go, even though in the end it didn't work out. It, it, you know, I scrapped everything I had written for those two weeks, but it got me to that end destination. It got me to the point where I was frustrated enough to stop and to take a step back and to question myself. So I always look at things in terms of it's never time wasted if I've learned something. And taking action even when you're uninspired, is still moving you forward. And maybe by taking that action, maybe you will reach that place where suddenly that light bulb goes off and you say, ah, yes, I've got the perfect idea. This is what I need to do. Or this is what I want to write about. Or this is what I want to paint. Or this is the movie that I want to film. And, you know, just, uh, it, it, it's so incredible the ideas that we have when we allow ourselves to just take a step back. But that also goes hand in hand with taking action. It's important to be an action taker even when you're not inspired. And as you're taking action, the next thing that's a key ingredient to your success is to trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. So often we question ourselves and we doubt ourselves and I think a lot of human nature is like that you know we we tend to be a little bit hard on ourselves and and even negative sometimes and it's great to question yourself and to make sure that that what you're doing is what you want to be doing and that you're putting out quality work and and all of that is is important of course but sometimes it's also really really important that you trust your instincts. And sometimes it's even possible that you are inspired, but because you don't trust yourself, you don't even believe that you're inspired, you know? Like, have you ever felt like that before where you have an idea and you think, oh, that's an, that's an inspiration there. I should, I should do that. And then you doubt yourself and then you think, oh no, that wasn't inspiration. That was just a dumb idea. What was I thinking? And then you dismiss your ideas, right? Have you ever felt like that before? Has that ever happened to you? And, and you know, that's, that's why we have to start to trust our instincts because so often we do have great ideas and we do have something to bring to the table. We do have these incredible gifts and talents, 
But if we don't trust ourselves, we don't trust our instincts, then we can never take it further. I had the privilege of meeting the grandson of Pierre Renoir, which for any of you who are Impressionist fans, you would know the name Renoir. And um, I got to meet his grandson recently. His name is Alexander. He's incredible. He's going to be coming on the show and doing an interview very soon. So I'm very excited about that. He is a brilliant artist who has followed in his grandfather's footsteps. And it's really, I mean, it's just was incredible to meet him. And one of the things that he shared with me was that you make art for you. And then you find a place in the world for it. And I thought that was such a profound piece of wisdom because, you know, although I'm not a painter like he is, you know, my work is a different art form. You know, as a writer, that's part of of my, my creative work. That's part of my art. And even when I speak on stage or when I'm doing my radio show, that's another form of art for me. It's a way that I can be creative and that I can make an impact in the world and have a positive, a positive impact. And so, When he said that, I thought that was such a profound piece of wisdom because that's something that even applies in my life. It applies to my business, that the work that I do very much, I I make it because it's something I believe in, right? It's something I believe in writing and then I just find a place in the world for that, that artwork, so to speak, that writing to go. And so for him, it happens to be his his paintings and the, the artwork that he creates. And so my challenge for you would be, what in your life and business can you make that's for you and then find a place in the world for it? Is it artwork? Is it the written word? Is it the spoken word? Is it marketing? Um, to your clients? Is it working with a client? Is it a specific um, strategy or tool or way that you can teach someone? Um, you know, you, you have to kind of think about that wisdom and, and see how that applies to your life and your business. But I just think that is so, so profound and so, so brilliant, really. Make art for you, then find a place in the world for it. And that's all about trusting your instincts, really. At the core, that's what that message is about. It's about trusting your instincts, following your gut feeling on things. You know, if you feel like you've got a brilliant idea, then then follow that. See where it leads you. See where it takes you. Take action on that. Trust your instincts. Trust those gut feelings that you have, whether it's, you know, a, a a good feel on something or whether you're like, eh, you know, that's a bad feel. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, so often I think we really do have the answers within ourselves. We just have to listen. You know, we have to listen to to that inner voice. We have to learn to to trust ourselves and to trust our ideas. And I've had ideas over the years that were just bad ideas. You know, it doesn't always shake out. It doesn't always, uh, it's not always a home run as they say, but it's, it's still worth trying. It's worth giving it a shot if it's something that you believe in. You know, obviously it's important that you believe in it. It's important that it, that when you're bringing something to the marketplace, for example, it's got to be something you're passionate about because it's not easy. Life's not easy, you know. Um, building a business, it's not easy, but it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. 
but you definitely want it to be something that you that you believe in and that you feel passionate about. So we're just about out of time for today's show, but before we wrap up, I want to share just a recap of the strategies that we've talked about today in talking about simple ways to find inspiration. The first strategy was to challenge yourself, to ask yourself questions. The second strategy was to get out of your routine, change things up and see if that doesn't spark some of that inspiration within you. The third strategy was to have a change in perspective. So look at things from a different point of view, look at projects from a different way. If you're a writer, you can write from a different perspective. You can write from different characters' point of views, Um, looking at life from a different angle. If you're a photographer, we talked about taking pictures from a different perspective, you know, get get down in the dirt if you have to, and really applying that concept to your life and to your business. Just having that change in perspective really will make a big difference. And I, I venture to say that you will find inspiration simply by changing your perspective. And then the fourth strategy we talked about was to become more aware of those little flashes of inspiration that you have on a daily basis, taking the time to write it down and then going back to that afterwards and, and, you know, really playing with some of those ideas. That's a great strategy. The next strategy we talked about was to have a change in scenery. Sometimes that could be a day trip or a vacation. Maybe you want to go to a museum or go to the big city. Maybe you want to check out some other businesses. There were lots of different ways we talked about having a change of scenery, but how that will really, really spur new ideas and new creative thought. And then we talked about the importance of not trying so hard to be inspired, but allowing things to flow, allowing yourself some time and space. We also talked about taking action, of course, and how important that is, and trusting your instincts. So we've covered all of those strategies today. I hope that you will implement at least one of those strategies into your life and your business, and then share your results with me. Let me know if you were able to find that little spark of inspiration this week. Send me an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com or find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connectwithrachel or on Twitter at Factors for Success. That's Factors, the number four success. And let me know which strategy you used and what your result was. I would love to hear your success story. Well, guys, we are out of time for today's show, but thank you again for sticking around. Please make sure that you subscribe to Infinite Success Radio and share the show with your friends, with your family, and with your colleagues because you never know whose life could change as a result of something we share on the show. Thanks again for listening. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream and we will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week.